0: Welcome to the Lovish Podcast, a practical weekly podcast centered on mental wellness, faith, relationships, and you guessed it, love. I'm your host, Sita Hood, a licensed clinical social worker. Now sis, I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist. You ready? Let's get it. Welcome back for another episode of the Lovish Podcast. Yes, honey, you have been rocking with me and I thoroughly appreciate it. I am so honored to share the airwaves with you and for you to be a faithful listener, even up until this point. I am grateful for you. We just got done celebrating Thanksgiving and sis, I cannot believe we are in December already between the pandemic last year and then the world kind of getting back to normal, but Not really pandemic normal. It's just been a lot. Stuff been flying by, flying up out of here. So, anyway, I am just super excited because you guys have been loving these themes that we've been doing throughout the months. So, the theme for December is showing up. (sighs) Yeah, girl. Let's take a deep breath together. (sighs) So when I thought about recording an episode on showing up, I wanted to really talk about how it keeps us from experiencing true joy when we don't show up. And I feel like the reason we had to take a deep breath when I just introduced the topic is because part of showing up is putting in the work, because showing up is not always easy. I think I told you guys in another episode that I had randomly filmed this uh, Instagram video. I think I went live or something, or maybe I filmed this and uploaded it to my Instagram. And it was just about showing up on a day that was hard for me to show up. And I was like, you know, this is me being real that Sometimes the struggle with um, depressive symptoms or depressive episodes or just life in general is that it's hard to show up sometimes and everything is not Stepford Wife cookie cutter perfection posted for the Instagram social media life with the perfect lighting, right? Everyone knows that, but who's actually willing to be brave enough to show up when they're not in that space? And when I talked about that on live, that was still to this day, one of my most viewed Instagram videos. So really, I want to talk about another important piece that comes with showing up, which is how we choose to do it. Are you showing up to a situation consumed with fear or do you show up really confident in spite of your anxiety and your fears? And then as I thought about this theme for December, I thought, how many opportunities do we miss simply because we're afraid to show up like Real talk, we don't like to talk about this, but fear of showing up could look like the anxious person that we tend to picture, or it could look like the avoidant person who has a gang of excuses. And it's important for us to realize that both are indicators of fear, fear of being seen, fear of showing up, fear of being yourself. And I named the episode Confessions of a Survivor because it's partially my story. Some of the elements that are in this episode are partially, you know, battles that I've experienced. But also, I wondered if we had a safe space, to be honest, 100% honest, what would we be brave enough to admit is actually holding us back? Is it a lack of discipline? Is it people, relationships? Is it being comfortable with the status quo? Is it disobedience to God? These are the things that we kind of avoid and we don't want to talk about because these type of conversations, they, they are supposed to breed results. And the results that we want are going to require that we put in the work, right? Anything worth having, anything worth obtaining is going to require work and maybe even some consistent work for the upkeep of that thing. So the first thing that I want to talk about with this concept of showing up and confessions of a survivor is fear because fear is really, really big and fear keeps you from living So I want to pose a question to you. At what point do you release fear and start living? Fear can be a motivator, but it shouldn't be our primary motivator. So, for example, um, the fear of not having enough food to eat could cause somebody to go out and get a second job. In that case, yeah, it's a good motivator. But now let's say you've had the second job for quite some time and you've got a year's worth of savings in your bank account. Now, at what point do you switch off from working yourself to the bone to now actually living life and enjoying life? And then I want to bring up something that was actually... A concept that I hear a lot in um, groups that I've facilitated and different settings that I've been privileged to be a part of survivor's guilt survivor's guilt can be a reaction to or a symptom of PTSD. And PTSD stands for post-traumatic stress disorder. You can look up the actual uh, disorder on the American Psychological Association website. Or if you just Google it, they'll have the very simple uh, disorder definition right there it should be pulled straight from the APA website as well. But survivor's guilt, is exactly what it sounds like. You feel guilty for surviving. And I think that a lot of times when we picture survivor's guilt, we picture it as these, again, really huge incidents in response to a big trauma. But what if survivor's guilt is a result of making it out of the hood or making it to a certain level of success that you feel like, you know, maybe you shouldn't have achieved, or you feel bad that someone else didn't achieve it, or making it out of an abusive situation in a foster care home. So, survivor's guilt can look a lot of different ways. And a lot of people, I think, see that larger traumatic incident. But I want to bring us down to the simplicity of survivor's guilt when you've reached a certain level of success in life. You feel guilty for surviving and you feel obligated to still behave in the same ways that you did in order to get you to your current level of success. So I'm going to take a second to break that down. Let's say that before you reached a certain level of success, you always used to travel with a blanket, some extra food, etc., in the back seat of your car. And you always used to do this in an overnight bag because, let's just say, that you lived with an abusive parent or you were used to your car frequently going out on you and you being stranded. Now, Fast forward years later, you have this nicer, newer car that's pretty reliable. You live in, you know, a a location where you are highly unlikely to get stranded, but you still ride around with that bag in the car. You still ride around with the blanket. You still ride around with food. You still have that anxiety that is attached to what if I get kicked out of this place? What if I don't have a place to sleep tonight? What if I get stranded? So that's what I mean when I say you are still behaving in some of the same ways or you are in survival mode. So we have to be aware of when we are in that mode where we're responding as though we're still underneath toxic or traumatic situations, because this line of thinking can be very dangerous It's scary to answer one of the big looming questions that is ultimately underneath all of this. And the question is, who am I without my trauma? Who am I without this piece being my story? Who am I without the struggle of day to day life? And so this is where the confession comes in, because. This is one of the things that I had to grapple with. And I'm still not 100% really at the end of this answer. But who am I without this particular piece of trauma? And it doesn't necessarily have to be a money situation or an abuse situation. If you reflect, I'm sure that the Holy Spirit is probably bringing something up in you right now. And that's the piece that... I want to talk about. Who are you without that trauma? And if you look around at your life, perhaps you no longer need to respond that way. I talk to people all the time who maybe had to adapt because a family member was sick. So everything was put on hold. Now the family member is not sick anymore. Everything is fine. Why are we still living in the mode as if everything has to be on hold because of that? When it's no longer the case, I want you to be mindful of that because these are the ways that fear keeps us trapped and keeps us from showing up fully. Yet and still, another piece that I think keeps us from showing up is because we don't actually believe that our stories are beautiful. But I want to say to you today that your survival story is actually beautiful. When I have clients come into my office and they share their story with me, you know, they may be crying or emotional or in their feelings about whatever. And they ask me, you know, what do you think? And I say, I'm listening to something so beautiful. And they're like, what, (laughs) girl, what are you talking about? I just told you all these ugly things. And I'm like, yeah, you did. But you're sitting here in front of me. And in this case, you're listening to this podcast. And that means that you're interested in getting to the beautiful side of this story, the beautiful side of the narrative. So I want to remind you today that your survival story is actually beautiful, even if you can't see it yet. Our experiences make us who we are. I listened to Dr. Matthew Stevenson of All Nations Worship Assembly on YouTube, and I want to pass along something that he said that stuck with me when I thought about recording this episode. Don't despise the people that God put in your life because they did or didn't do something. God put you there so that he could cultivate the characteristics that he needed in you. Now, I'm paraphrasing, but this was part of his series of sermons about group therapy. And I think this one in particular was about uh, word wounds. Um, you guys can look up. I'm sure if you look up Dr. Matthew Stevenson, group therapy, word wounds, you'll find the exact episode that I'm talking about. But I'm paraphrasing what he said. But what he said was super important. You are uniquely crafted to have experienced the things that you've experienced for God to produce in you what he needs to produce in you so that you are effective for the people he has assigned to you. Catch that. He needed you to have the grit that you have. Part of showing up means processing what's happening to you, what happened to you, and how it's factored into your story. And part of processing is acceptance of what happened. It's super important for you to do the work for yourself and for your future relationships. You guys have heard me say that plenty of times on the podcast, and you will continue to hear me say that because it does take work and you have to do the work because otherwise it's going to spill into your other relationships. Baby girl, those bags are going to always spill over if you never unpack. Y'all need me to sing again? bag lady you gonna miss your bus dragging all them bags lady stop dragging them bags sis you can't afford to drag those bags it's too much attached to your name for you to be dragging on some bags from 10 years ago if you haven't caught the reference basically what i'm saying is you have to unpack all the emotional baggage Otherwise, those habits will spill over into your new relationships. So we got to unpack. Okay. Your imperfections are the very things that make you the perfect person to impact the situation you're afraid to show up in. I'm going to say that again. Your imperfections are the very things that make you the perfect person to impact the situation you are afraid to show up in. Again, sis, God knows what he's doing, okay? The more that we learn to surrender and accept it, the easier our life becomes. But if we buck up against it, then we always gonna have problems, okay? And we can't be doing that. We can't be arguing with God. Ain't nobody playing. We're not arguing with God, sis, okay? Okay? All right, let's take a brief break and have a word from our sponsor for this episode. Okay, the very last point that I want to make for this episode is that your growth can start as soon as you are ready. I know it's hard, but this is nothing but a necessary rough patch to get through. It doesn't have to remain part of your story with the right tools and support. You can overcome this tiny piece of your story. It doesn't have to consume you. So when I say tools, y'all know I'm a whole therapist. OK, so I'm always going to recommend that you go to therapies, OK, OK, great. Glad we got that out the way. But another thing that I've done is create some worksheets for you to work through. Just to kind of get you started, you know, just to just to process what we're talking about in this episode, because I recognize that for some this is like maybe a lightweight episode, but for others, this could be a really heavy episode. So I want you to click the links in the show notes to get to the worksheets. Okay. And the support is, of course, the Holy Spirit, because you're definitely going to use prayer as a tool and then maybe some of those support people that are in your life. And I want you to remember that if you don't have support, you can always, always download the Confident Bay app and join us for free inside of the Digital Café. One of the number one things that the women say is they love the sisterhood and they love the support. I want you to remember that when you're thinking about people that support you, you're thinking about those people that are rooting for you, those people that got your back, those people that are loving to see you succeed. Okay, And another thing I want to leave with you is this is a process. So that means that you might not always have the language for what you're feeling. And that's okay. When we're going through life, we don't always know how to put words to what's happening with us. And that's part of why we have to process what we're thinking and feeling. It doesn't make you any less of a survivor. Okay. And I don't want you to try and let that stop your growth just because you may not know what you're feeling. You may not have the language for it. I want you to still push forward, okay? Because we got you, sis. We're not gonna leave you out in these streets like that. No, honey, that's not what we about. It's time to talk about what I've been loving product recommendations shout outs to family and friends and overall gratitude let's get into it girl you don't think i forgot about this did you <laughs> no baby girl I know that the last couple of episodes that we've been doing have been replays of stuff. And so we haven't been able to talk about what I've been loving. But girl, let me just spill some tea. I have been loving the coffee chat or the digital cafe inside of the Confident Bay app. And the 100 plus people who have downloaded the app. Y'all out here showing out, sis. And honestly, It's super important to me because it's not really about necessarily the numbers, but the number of women whose lives are being impacted. The number of people that also feel like, this is a valuable thing to focus on in this day and age of like social media and numbers and perfection and all of that. All your girl do is talk about authenticity because I'd be tired of the fake stuff. If I'm being real, I'd be tired of the fake stuff. I have a very hard time when I have to pretend and fit into a cookie cutter box or religious traditions or You name it, it's hard for me to do. That's just the way that God made me. So to see that there are a hundred plus and counting of you that also value authenticity and relationships. And then to see the women that actually check on each other and share their stories inside of the digital cafe, it is a beautiful thing to witness. And I'm just loving the way that, you know, we might not be nearby, but there is definitely a squad in your pocket 24 seven. So when we feel weak, or whatever, our squad is the ones that go out of their way to keep us encouraged. So that's what I'm loving this week, sis. Okay, Boo Kitty, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. In this episode, we covered how fear keeps you from living. So we got to let that go like Elsa, huh? See? we also talked about how beautifully unique your story is. And so we have to learn to embrace our story. And finally, we talked about how growth can start at any moment in time. It is totally up to you to start that. If you enjoyed today's episode, Share the love, boo. Share with your auntie, your mama, or your coworker. Then, if you have about 90 seconds, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. And that's all I have for you this week, love. I'll see you in the social media streets, boo. Bye.